Welcome to the Sporting Ones podcast, Fantasy Premier League edition for your double game week. Uh, I'm Roy. I'm here with via link my co-host Haydos. How are you going, Haydos? Yes, uh, I'm going well, Paul. Um, yeah, a little bit different doing it via the link, which means we're uh, not sitting next to each other. But uh, seeing as your immune system has failed you once again during the week, I'm glad that uh, we're calling in. Yeah, no, that, that's a good point. Uh, it definitely has uh, failed me this week, hence why there was no NFL <laughs> podcast. But uh, yeah. we'll get stuck into the Fantasy Premier League instead. And um, probably other than maybe Game Week 35, our biggest game week of the season ahead. Yeah, it is. Um, we had a lot of double fixtures thrust upon us uh, in the 11th hour almost because um, there wasn't many places where that were predicting that we'd get a double game week in game week 32. But here we are. There's um, a lot of teams that have them. Uh, so, yeah. All right. And some of those teams, just uh, looking at what we've got ahead, um, you've got Chelsea, Brighton, your Spurs, Crystal Palace, Wolves, Man United, Watford, Fulham, Man City, and Cardiff. Yeah, so some pretty uh, popular teams there with um, players from those teams generally being pretty popular amongst the league. So, um, yeah, depending on how well you planned for probably last game week, and perhaps game week 33, it's really going to depend uh, how your side's looking. Um, and then also the other factor is where you're sitting at with uh, your remaining chips that you have. That's true. And talking of chips, I know that uh, we both set up differently, that you're mm-hmm. going one way and I'm going another, given I'm probably set up for game week 33. Yep. You're set up for this week. Yeah, well, as uh, luck would have it, really, because uh, I had no forward planning for either game week 31 or 33, which meant that I used the free hit last week. Um, so I don't have the option of playing the free hit this week, but uh, I'm actually pretty well set as far as my team goes with a lot of uh, double game uh, players anyway so um, it actually opens up the door to use the triple captain which was something that I was a little bit concerned about but now that the uh, opportunity is here I'm looking at taking it Hello? Yeah, I got you. Yellow? Okay. All right, back on. (laughs) Don't know what happened there. Um, So you're right for your... um... Yes, triple, that's right. So you're um, using your triple captain yeah, this week, correct? I've already used the, the free hit last week. So um, I think I'm in a good opportunity now to use the triple captain. Yeah, and uh, you're sort of uh, going to have to sort of utilise what yeah, transfers you do this well. week to I, set yourself um, up for 33. was looking ahead. And uh, if I sort of targeted too many play, uh, teams... 
players from teams that have the double game week this week and not a fixture of the following week. It was going to leave me short once again. So there were, luckily, though, two teams that do have both a double game week this week and a fixture in 33, and that was Chelsea and Crystal Palace. So that sort of influenced a few of my trades as well. Yeah, look, I've I, I had a look ahead to I pretty much focused my whole intent on having a full side for game week thirty one with the five fixtures, which ends up being pretty good for game week thirty three. What it meant though was I had yep. to use my free hit this week, so that's what I've done, and that's where we lie. So I'm guessing that you're going to use your triple captain on one of the big Man City uh, heavy hitters, given their fixtures are. Um, yeah, Fulham I think away so. and um, Cardiff at home. I had a little bit of a look at uh, who I viewed as the, the top three teams to target, um, given their fixtures in this double game week. And City came out on top for me, uh, followed by Chelsea and then Man United. So, yeah, I think um, City is looking very good for uh, two pretty winnable fixtures for them. Um and, yeah, goals should be uh, heavily streaming, I would suggest. Yeah, look, I I can't disagree with you there. I'd probably have City, Chelsea, Man United in that order, uh, followed by probably, uh, probably Spurs just because of their home tie with Palace at their new stadium. Yeah, and I'm pretty excited. And your new stadium's uh, ready, mate. How excited are you for that? Uh, it's been a long time coming, but uh, from everything I've seen, the stadium looks pristine. Um, they had a trial run uh, last weekend with uh, a few of their past players and all things went smoothly, mate. So it uh, should be a cracker of a venue and uh, the new White Hart Lane. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Well, it's only taken an extra eight months and yeah, an extra $1 billion. Sure. But, hey, who, who's counting that? For the high um, So we've, we've spoken about what sides to target um, and I guess mm-hmm. it's a matter now after targeting those sides, do you heavy hit in midfield or attack or both? What does the Oracle suggest? Do you, do you double up on a Chelsea or United defence or do you double up on, yeah, say, look, United Chelsea uh, City attack? It's very tough to predict. Obviously, uh, Pep is uh, the rotating man, um, but I've had... I've had a little bit of time to, to think about this and uh, I reckon that uh, Aguero is a pretty good chance to start both games. He didn't play any international duty. He's not allowed to go to the team when, uh, when Messi's there apparently. Uh, they get on too well and Messi doesn't pay any attention to anyone else. So Aguero has been snubbed from uh, Argentina duty. It's interesting, isn't it? That, that's 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 insane to snub a player, to snub a player of Aguero's quality at international level just because he gets on too well with it is. Messi. It actually, yeah, that's um, that's it just turned, ridiculous. Actually, but anyway, yeah, um, that's well for another day. That means that he's had the two full weeks to rest. Um, he's coming off a sub appearance against Swansea in the FA Cup and around about sixty minutes against Schalke where they won 7-0. So he's going to be pretty ready to, to start certainly the first game of the double game week um, tonight against Fulham, I believe. And then I think that he'll probably start the next game as well. 
Yeah, look, I mean, I, I think he'll start both. Whether he lasts a full yeah. uh, 90 minutes, I, I doubt he doesn't either, but he, he rarely does. Yeah. But all he needs is a 60 to 65 to be damaging enough. Um, puts into doubt Sterling a bit, but Sterling's in that good a form that you almost can't leave him out, given that he scored a hat-trick and another goal, and I think it was four goals and three assists with England during the international break. Again, he could even come on as a sub and still be as damaging as yeah, what Aguero exactly right. is. And, um, and that's I the conundrum we've got. Just the fact that the City are still uh, in the title race with Liverpool there, you'd imagine that they're going to be playing some pretty strong lineups. And they've got the Champions League six days after the second of their fixtures against Cardiff. And that's a pretty good break for the main players that he's going to want to use in that game. So I reckon that they... So, so how does, how does well, that go that with their FA Cup uh, semi, cup, though? That one to rotate a bit and maybe start Jesus, Sane and Mares. Even though that's obviously a goal of theirs too to win everything they can, I just think that... Um, that they don't want to be playing too many of their their first choice players because they've got the Champions League only three days after that one. Yeah, that's true. So in terms of uh, perhaps switching our attention from um, actually no, let, let's. So if you were targeting three players from I'd be City, going Aguero. Who are the three Sterling. you target? I think Sterling plays one full game and probably comes on as a sub in the other. And I reckon Laporte would be the way to go down back because mm-hmm. they still do have um, a lot of injuries in the back. And I reckon that he's probably likely to start both. With, with free hit, uh, as, you, as you know, as from the many screenshots I've sent you, um, you've seen that I've been able to play around with it a bit. There's probably three different combinations I'm looking at with City. Definitely Aguero and Sterling are nailed on. I think they're going to be in pretty much every free hit side you could think of, um, unless someone's going a total differential side, which would be absurd. Then you've got the third player, which you don't know which way to go. So you go Laporte, knowing that, look, he's probably going to be the centre-back that Pep's going to turn to. And if he doesn't play centre-back, you know, although Mendy is back apparently, um, yep. if they are struggling um, at left-back, no, Laporte can go to left-back. Maybe you have uh, Edison in goals for you because he'll definitely start both games and that's guaranteed. That's that's that was my next option. Is you go Edison goals because you know that is uh, pretty much yeah. nailed on. You know he's not going to rotate uh, Edison because at the moment I think they've only got uh, they haven't got Bravo, so yeah. they've only got their third choice available. Um, my third option, which I've looked at, is another player which does not play international football anymore because he's retired from that, but he's crucial to the way. Man City play. Yeah, and here's another one. And that's uh, David always Silva. Well, he's always been fantasy relevant because he's uh, the, the key playmaker for that side. And um, yeah, I definitely, again, I think he's one that starts one game and probably doesn't start the other, but may feature as a sub. But uh, then again, he could just as likely start both because he didn't play international as well, as you said. And um, yeah, he's going to want those those starters for Champions League to be in top form. So, yeah, then he, he, he could well play both. 
that's why I'm thinking almost of leaning towards David Silva because my theory is he'll play both Premier League matches, be rested for the FA Cup, as you say, and then um, be ready for the Champions League. So it's a, it's a tough conundrum. Moving on to Chelsea, I've seen a lot of people do this and I've done it myself, but oh, it, it's risky with the form they've been in. But they've got Cardiff away and then they've got Brighton at home. Do you double up on the Chelsea yeah, defence uh, or do you go a double in attack? Towards defence though. Um, and there's probably two players that you'd be looking at. One of them as as Piliqueta. I reckon he's nailed on to start both. He didn't play any international uh, during the break. So he should be uh, fit and firing. Does uh, Spain have any decent players playing for them these uh, days? Uh, so yeah, they live. <laughs> that's that's what I'm wondering because Aspilicueta's not playing, um, no, and uh, David Silver's retired. Um, Xavi and Iniesta are about fifty-five years old. Um, yeah, I'm just wondering where Spain are at. Um, that was a little side note, but um, yeah, I can see where you're going from Aspilicueta, and um, I'm guessing yeah. the other one you're um, about to say is shown. David Luiz. Um. Sorry, has shown that he likes to rest David Luiz when they play two games in the same week. So I'd be a little bit wary on him. But um, then again, you know, there's probably a good chance he does start both. Now, I have seen a few sides, uh, especially on a particular site uh, that we visit, um, Go with Rudiger ahead of David Luiz for the fact that he's more nailed on to play the two games. Is that perhaps a safer option to go? Or in terms of a double up defence, um, would you be better off going yeah, you'd with probably Kepa? Probably be better off going with Kepper. Um, but at the same time, Rudiger is definitely uh, Sari's first choice there. So I also reckon he's pretty safe. Although Rudiger did play both internationals, did play the full 90 minutes. Whether or not that comes into to Sari's thinking, I'm not sure. Yeah, and then obviously you've got the Chelsea attack. Now, I think uh, everyone, again, is despite the fact that he may be possibly rotated, um, yeah, um, I think everyone's going to have he Eden Hazard, aren't they? great choice. He... Did play the full 90 minutes in both games, as you said. He scored in both of them, so he's in good form. Um, but just the fact that they also have another Premier League uh, fixture. So it's three games in nine days for Chelsea. Is there a chance that maybe he does start a sub in one of them, potentially? But uh, he doesn't have many players like Hazard, so maybe he's one that starts and then comes off as soon as uh, the game looks to be uh, looks to be all over for them. Yeah, and then and then the other option is up up front, and he probably knew more of a differential, and I've I've toyed with him, and I've I've had him, and then I haven't had him. Um, is uh, Higuain, and and just um, interestingly enough, he's had. Mind you, they're mirroring each other for points in the last few game weeks, but he's had as many shots as what Mo Salah has. Um, so he's pretty much equal in the league. Yeah, in and all the games that I've the seen last couple him of game play, weeks that he's been playing. Well, lots of the highlights anyway. He's uh, not afraid to take a shot, so that's always boosting that stat up. Um, and 
Yeah. Again, though, with him, he'd be one that I'm not as sure that he would start both games, maybe due to um, his his age, perhaps, might come into factor. Um, and also the fact that they've got three games in nine days, so maybe he starts two out of the three. Yeah. Now, now the other option is... Um, which has come to light, and he's bargain basement four point two million. And I know most people will have him on their bench, but perhaps they could consider them as a cheap option, maybe for a five man mid if you want to head that way. Callum Hudson Adoy. Now Sarig has said he will start mm, yeah, for the next well, he's, three uh, matches. Been talked up beyond belief uh, about his potential, and he's showing great signs when he does come on the pitch. Definitely and uh, doing good things for the England international team too um, during the break. So, yeah, maybe Sari is starting to see, see the light and uh, will give him a chance to shine. So, yeah, it probably means he, he plays the, the first game um, against Cardiff, is it? And then maybe as a sub against, yep, against Cardiff, but yep. Perhaps he plays against uh, West Ham. So, yeah. Right, Brighton and West Ham, yeah, uh, in game week 33. So it's a, t- it's a tough one to uh, to know what Sari's going to do there, but it does look like they're trying to give him an opportunity late on and trying to salvage keeping him at Chelsea, but uh, Bayern Munich and Liverpool are still circling around him. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see which way he goes. It may be a case of too little, too late no, with yeah, Callum Hudson-Odoi, but definitely not for our fantasy teams, though. The ideal um, first sub have him there just in case. Someone misses both games. Um, yeah. Yeah, def- definitely. Um, so on- onwards to United. Um, now, obviously, they got the uh, huge Philip midweek of uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer yep. uh, being appointed full-time manager. The only issue is, is that a lot of their players that we like yes, um, are injured. Well, I reckon the main two for... And certainly in terms of popularity, would be uh, Rashford and Pogba. At least one of them is fit, though, and that's and that's Pogba. So, I mean, pretty much every midfield I've seen, and I know mine's no different, yeah. um, Sterling, Pogba. Yeah, has I think Pogba's nailed on to play both games um, without any question there. So he's uh, definitely one to have for sure for me. Um Rashford does have uh, that little bit of an ankle issue, but uh, definitely I've seen a few reports saying that he is good to go. And the fact that Lukaku is injured and definitely rolled out for Watford tonight and potentially Wolves uh, on the Wednesday morning, our time, um, it probably means that Rashford starts both, which is good news for anyone that has him. Yeah, look, I, th- I think, I'd, look, I saw, I'd, I'd been doing all the uh, research last night and uh, had a look and Lukaku looks like he'll miss both, but they want him ready for the Barcelona showdown. So I think they're preparing him for that, not worrying about the league. By the looks of it, Rashford, uh, I saw some pictures overnight of him training away from United and he looked fairly fit, um, looked like he was raring to go. So I think... Rashford will start. Uh, so that means we, we can probably go to a Pogba 
Rashford combination. And then it's a matter of whether if you want to triple up on United, given they've got uh, Watford at home and then they've got Wolves away. And obviously Wolves away will be very tough, but they did score against them at um, at Molineux last time in the FA Cup, despite being knocked out. Um, you'd have to think of either De Gea in goals, Lindelof, Smalling, Shaw or Young. Their defensive options are all over the place, but they seem to be the four nailed on. And obviously De Gea, they're not going uh, to sub him um, yeah, no, uh, for Ramiro, uh, well, I wouldn't I think. I hear something about Lindelof uh, being away from United because his wife just gave birth to their child. So I'm not 100% sure if he's going to be there for the Watford clash tonight. But um, if he is there, then, yeah, he's, he's a great chance to start both. Mm, well, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's a matter of whether that uh, Lindelof will be ready for uh, that first one. I know he's yep. coming off a knock. Um so small yeah, think or young could be your uh, could be your best um, investment the other thing there. For sure, though, is that he's only one yellow card away from getting suspended. So, if it were to eventuate that he gets a yellow card against Watford, he won't be playing against Wolves. So he's a risk, um, you know, for for a few reasons. Yeah, you you run that risk if you take Shaw. Sure. You you just pray for ninety minutes that he doesn't do an Andy Robertson in the 92nd minute and get a yellow card, um, like in the Champions League. So that, that brings me to my next um, issue, is that we've got obviously a few a few sides that uh, other than these heavy hitters in there. So do we trust the Brighton, Watford or Wolves players, knowing they've got the FA Cup semi-final next Saturday? And do we trust the likes of um, Crystal Palace, who have got say, Huddersfield first up, but their home form is completely atrocious. They've taken one point in their last six games at home and 13 for the whole season. So knowing they've got Huddersfield at home, who are the worst team in the league statistically, but not the worst defensively, and then Spurs at their new stadium, do we take the risk on maybe one Palace player um, or two? Yeah, given they've look, got Huddersfield I, first I up like, and hope that uh, they score big. As you said, they're coming against Huddersfield, who are the worst team in the league. Um, and even though you claim that their home form is patchy, I think um, that they do enough to secure a clean sheet um, against them, which would then um, justify having having them. And then they play Spurs with you know, another opportunity to potentially either keep a clean sheet if they uh, go really well or maybe even have, you know, an assist or a goal sneakily in there somewhere. So I think that they are worth the risk, yes. So I'm looking at uh, – there's probably there's probably only a couple of players you look at from Palace, but they're across different lines. Um, you're probably looking at Schlupp, given his midfield role and he's in defence of well. 4.5. Uh, and I think he scored the – in great form. And I think he scored more points – uh, since January, then Van Arnold, who's a mil more. Uh, so for value, you've you've got to look at that. Obviously, Juan Basaka is always there or thereabouts. Uh, good for bonus points and uh, assists is Juan Basaka. So there, are your two defensive options I'd look at. Your, your midfield options, you're probably looking yep. at uh, your man Milahevic. 
for your, I guess what you'd call, he's on penalty duties. So he's um, definitely an option there. So Which you're they, hoping uh, that win Palace win another penalty. Other team, um, yeah, exactly. And the other one I'd look at as a differential, and he's not in many sides at the moment, but no one will ever forget that Weldy he scored against uh, City to beat them 3-2 is Andreas Townsend, um, especially yeah. at home well, against Huddersfield. He could run there. right. Be a differential, uh, certainly. But, yeah, not a bad one to have, uh, as you said, against Huddersfield. That's a great fixture for them. And he probably starts both games as well. So you've got uh, a bit of game time security there with him. Yeah, and the other the other two, obviously, if you want to go up front, but there's so many options up front. You'd look at uh, uh, Mishi Batshuayi since he came in. Uh, he's been absolutely brilliant for Palace. And then, obviously, the obvious yeah, one is right. uh, Wilfred Zaha. options in, found in a bit great of form. form. Um, so, yeah, that'd probably be more on the differential side. But, uh, yeah, against Huddersfield, I think that's a great fixture. That justifies the selection in itself, I believe. And then... And I know yeah, well, are leaning towards Batshuayi as well. Um, and, yeah, does just as much as Zaha. Yeah, correct. Um, so then I guess your Brighton players. Brighton's got Southampton at home, which is a juicy fixture. But then they've got to travel to Chelsea. Watford have obviously got Man United away. But then they've got Fulham at home. But that's a real risky one. Given the fact that you've got guys like Delafayu and Dini, um, Foster, if you want to go defensive, but you're not sure they're going to play, yeah, especially Delafayu um, against Fulham. I haven't too, uh, too much into the Watford players, just in the position that I am. I'm not free hitting. So um, they're not really a team that came across, uh, well, not really in my sights. Um, but that one against Fulham. Yeah, if those players were guaranteed to start, then I think that justifies having them as well. And, you know, Dini and Delafayu, the one that you mentioned, they're in great form. So if they do start, um, then, yeah, I can definitely... There's merit in having them. Yeah, and then, look, the other the other one's obviously Wolves, but I'm not taken by their fixtures. Obviously, they've got Man United at home as the second fixture, and they've got Burnley away tonight. I just, I, I'm struggling to try and fit guys in. Like, I, I get the feeling Jimenez might be rotated. Diego, jo, uh, Diogo Jota might be rotated. Uh, there's obviously Doherty and um, Rui Patricio. I feel that all of those could be rotated for um, either tonight or for the Man United fixture. And they just call the pop the uh, draw, I guess, and give their players some experience that perhaps... Yeah, well, um, the, the thing for them gonna, is they the fact that they are still in the FA Cup and that's going to be more motivation than a Premier League game where they're probably looking at a seventh place, place finish, which doesn't really get you much in the Premier League. So the opportunity is there for them to, to rest the players. Probably for the United game, you'd expect that they'd want... Um, their first choice lineup to play tonight against Burnley, just so that they're uh, fresh and ready to go for the FA Cup the following Saturday, and yeah, look to rotate against United. 
Well, look, given given they've got um, Watford in the FA Cup, and there's a huge opportunity for an FA Cup final. Um, you'd have to think that both Wolves and Watford, knowing that they've both got good attacking sides, that both sides would sort of rotate and rest, which, which leads you to the fact that you can't trust Watford or Wolves players. The only Brighton players I'd be trusting are their defensive players because they, they don't have the squad depth that Watford and Wolves do. So I'd be looking at uh, Matty Ryan uh, in goals uh, or uh, one of Duffy or Dunk as your um, defenders. But a- any of those other players, you, you just wouldn't look at. And obviously, Fulham, Cardiff, um, you're not going to really look at. I mean, from Fulham, if you, if you wanted to go someone, you could have Babel on your bench. Maybe he's in good form, ex-Liverpool player. So I do know him quite well. And he did score against his old club. Uh, you could go Mitrovic, although he hasn't scored in a long time. From Cardiff, you could go Camaraza. Um, but there's not too many real options for yeah, either side think, there, especially uh, with Cardiff Sol Bamber out of Cardiff. Avoid, certainly, they got Chelsea, followed by Man City. So, yeah, you'd probably almost be looking at minuses for both those games if you got defenders. Maybe, look, as a bench option, and I know I've done it, you could look at Lee Peltier at 3.9, but yeah. purely as a bench option, last resort, just to really fill out your bench, especially if you're using free hit. I'm not saying take a transfer if you're not using free hit, that's for sure. Um, all right, so quickly looking at the scout side, and I know I look at that um, quite a bit before the game weeks. He's gone with um, or she. We don't know what the scout is. Could, could be um, could be either. Uh, Edison goals. Uh, Lindelof, David Louise, Jeffrey Schlub, and Shane Duffy. So he's gone with a four-man defence. And I've toyed with this as to whether I go three-man defence, four-man defence, and then whether I go three or four in midfield. Sterling, as I said, Sterling, Hazard, Pogba, they're sort of... I guess the trio, you, you've just got to have. There's there's no two ways about it. You've just got to pay up. Um, and then gone with one heavy hitter, a striker, with two around. So he's gone with Aguero up front. Or Sorry. They have gone with Aguero up front. Yeah. Jimenez um, and Rashford um, are the other two strikers. Consider, and we didn't really touch on the Spurs players all that much. But um, yes, certainly yes, true Kane. Spurs. Um, I think there's absolutely no doubt that uh, they're going to want a strong team against Liverpool. So you'd expect Son, Kane, Eriksen, Ali, all the usuals. And then the fact that they play Ali. at their new stadium, do you think there's any chance that they go for a weak team for the first game at their new stadium? I don't think so. I think they play a strong team again. So Kane. Oh, no way. No way. Yeah, and um, uh, who scored the last goal at White Hart Lane? Suggests it's probably Harry Kane. Correct. And who scored three out of the last four at Anfield for Tottenham? And who scored against Crystal Palace the last two occasions in a one-nil win each time? Dyer, would it? No, definitely not Eric Dyer. No, it's, it's Harry Kane. So you're looking at Harry Kane. All the all the signs point to getting him in there. And I know at times, again, as with the several yeah. lineups I've had, I've had Aguero and Kane in there. 
Um, Absolutely. So there's, there is merit behind picking the Harry idea. Kane. Um, and just about guaranteed to play 90 minutes in both those games. Um, he's going to be desperate to be the first scorer at uh, White Hart Lane, the new and improved. Um, so, yeah, he's even a triple captain to, to really strongly consider. And, uh, yeah, if I was in a better position, I'd love to have both him and, and Aguero, but uh, I've gone with Aguero. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And look, there is a differential option um, for Spurs that I do like, but I just probably because they're playing Liverpool, I can't, I can't convince myself to do it. Although I have had him in there at one point, is Deli Alley? He, he's back in, he's back in town. He's back in form. He's he's cheaper than uh, Ericsson. and he's just that differential that could, yeah, especially in a I game like Crystal Palace, Palace, that could explode. It's really good for. For all the Spurs uh, usuals. Um, and I don't think... Oh, no, Deli Ali did play a little bit of international. So, um, yeah, but that just means that he's fit and uh, ready to go. Yeah. Well, he's been off for a while, so that's more for, for Delhi. That's more no. match fitness. So you, you're not necessarily concerned with that because he's needed to get his match and fitness up. So that just that, means he's probably um, sharper. Um, the fact that we so still t- really want to make sure that we're in the top four coming into the season because nothing's guaranteed in Champions League. Um, yeah, strong lineups all the way. So until until there's no possibility of finishing in the top four, um, you'd suggest that they'd be playing strong lineups. Yeah, look, I'd, I'd avoid, and, and this is because we just don't know um, who's going to be in the Spurs defence, although it looks like... Um, Dyer's out of injured. Uh, Aurier's picked up an injury on international duty. So, so that probably shores up maybe Trippier as a, as a real differential if you wanted to head to a Spurs defence, although I'd highly suggest not. Uh, and then the other one is um, Lloris. But again, I, I think with the double game week, there's better options there in Kepper, in Edison, in De Gea, yeah, in even Matty Ryan ahead of uh, Lloris. Um, Trippier, though, I'd be very, very cautious. There's a lot of rumours circulating around about his uh, future. Um, so I think uh, Poch isn't... Um, he's not in Poch's good books at the moment, I don't think. I wouldn't I wouldn't be uh, taking that risk that he's going to start both games. No. No, I agree there. So captain's choices, we've pretty much touched on who you want to go. Um, I guess it's, it's your... Your main two are probably one of a Man City, uh, I guess, uh, duo in terms of you either go Aguero or Sterling. I guess your other options are... uh, Yep, definitely. Pogba is an option. Now, he is the most owned player in fantasy now ahead of Salah. There's been that many sales for Salah that he's slipped a fair way. And Pogba's now owned by 43% of the competition. Um. I guess Hazard as well. If you, if you, it's riskier, but it, it's high risk, high reward type of stuff with um, with Hazard, especially given that he scored double digits against both sides. They're playing earlier in the season, um, and then yeah. it's a matter of do you go to a Harry Kane as 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 as, an, as a real differential option, given that this is probably one of the few weeks that you could invest in Harry Kane as captain, and know not a lot of the competition is going to be. Uh, captaining Harry Kane, especially if you need to make up ground in those mini leagues. 
Yeah, I that's think, probably um, one way you could, uh, you could look at. way to go with captains is uh, definitely those teams that you just mentioned. Um, even if it means that, you know, for, for whatever reason that they only play one of those fixtures, um, you know, they're still great fixtures for, for, the, for both teams, like for all those teams, as you mentioned. So um, it's as, as good a choice, as good a uh, chance as any to to hit one of them as captain and feel pretty safe that one of the games they're going to score well or, you know, hopefully both. All right. So give me uh, your top three for your captain's Aguero, Kane, followed by Sterling. Okay. So I'd have Aguero... Sterling, yeah, that's Pogba, Kane um, narrowly Pogba's missing out. A good one as well. All right, so have you got now knowing you're not playing your free hit? Have you got eleven players on field? I do have eleven so, players on field. Who have you got playing? All of them have a double game week. I've had to take a couple minuses to make that happen, and I did make a trade um, at the. St- very start of this uh, lockout period um, to get Jota in. Um, this is before I knew about all the extra double game weeks. So he's probably one that I wouldn't have in there if I had my time again, but still not a bad one to have for at least one game. Um, so, yep. Yeah, I'm going so are defense. you going a three defense or four defense? Liqueta, Louise. I've got Doherty. Um, and then midfield, I've got five, which is Jota, Milahevic, Pogba, Sterling, okay. Son. And then up front, I've got Aguero, triple captain with Rashford. Nice. Okay. Well, at the moment now, given I've given you five different versions of a lineups, I could go. At the moment, I've got it set as Matty Ryan as keeper. So I've gone the cheaper keeper option. I've got Jeffrey Schlupp. I've got Ashley Young and Azpilicueta as my three-man defense. I've gone a four-man midfield that doubled up on Man City. So I've got David Silva, Sterling, Pogba and Hazard. And at the moment, my three-man attack is Aguero, Higuain and... Rashford, but that means given I've got three Chelsea already, I yeah. can't have Hudson Odoi on the bench. So I've just got single game week in Oreo, Oriel. Yeah, we'll just call him Oreo. Uh, Ramu from Southampton, Peltier from Cardiff, and Simpson from Bournemouth. So they're all your lowest of the low in terms of prices. And then Borok okay, for a play. Sounds pretty Keeper good. I'd probably be a little bit wary on Higuain if I were you, but um, even if he only does start the one. Is uh, not a bad option. Well, he did score two. He did score a brace a couple of weeks ago. So maybe that's what I'm hoping on. If not, then I could be tempted to go back to Jimenez or work it around that I'd get rid of David Silva for, say, Hudson Odoi, get rid of uh, Higuain and bring in uh, your boy, Hazakane. So that's going to take us to the end for this episode. And uh, good luck on this double game week. Probably the biggest one apart from game week 35 in a couple of weeks, which we'll touch on, um, to give yourselves a chance of getting back in the league or nail down your uh, spots in where you are and push you up the ladder. So good luck to your sides. 
Uh, and very good luck in your double game week Thank with you, your free hitting, um, triple captaining, or doing none of the above. A little bit of a look at teams that only do have the one fixture. And if there's any team that you want to bank on, my tip would be Arsenal at home to Newcastle. Um, yeah, I mean, Newcastle are strong defensively, strong. though. Home, uh, I'm sorry. I... You, uh, Abamyang. Mm. So, who would you be looking at there? Lacazette, McCarrion, perhaps. Yeah, uh, Obamian with a couple is, uh, of weeks off. Is a choice for me. And he could well well and truly, um, you know, hit two. And then that justifies having him, even if it is just a one game. Now, this is just... That's true. Now, this is just to use these names that I love using, but West Ham have got Everton at home, and we know Everton haven't travelled that well. Could you get in Declan Fried Rice or Manguel Linguini? Uh, yeah, you could, uh, definitely. But um, when West Ham concede against Huddersfield and three goals, no less, uh, wouldn't be too confident on their defence. Or could you go yeah, a Chicarito? You've got food in your mind or something, mate. Uh, given... Uh, I haven't eaten breakfast, so it's possibly that I'm thinking of Chinese with a bit of Mexican, with a bit of Italian. Why not? Um, it's early in the morning and it's heading towards lunchtime. So, yeah, maybe maybe I've got food on the brain. But um, West Ham, in terms of yep. home form, do tend to score. So your likes of Lanzini, Chikorito, um, especially given he came on and scored two goals and yeah. scored some well, like look, 15 points out of like half an hour. Yeah, look, if you're in a um, position where you, they, they, where you they can't could play be an option. free hit, um, I wouldn't be taking an extra transfer hit to get rid of these guys in favour of the double game weekers. Um, yeah, so that's my thinking with them. Certainly in the case of a Bamiyang, I wouldn't be trading him. Yeah, there's one player I'd look at from one other fixture. Uh, given he scored nine in the last nine, and given he scored six out of six at Anfield, Mane. And I think you know who I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, Mane, Mane. Mane, Mane, Mane. Um, so, yeah, Mane, given he's, he's literally a blue chip premium at the moment. Yeah. You could look at if you've got him, keeping him. Don't trade him out for a for a double game week player because he could potentially score as much as the double game week player. Um, and your exactly. double game week and player they could potentially score less than what Mane does. Week, so he's going to be one that you're you're going to want to have anyway. So yeah, it's not all about getting these double game week players if uh, you're not in the position to do so. So also take that into consideration. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I think this time we're wrapped up. Any, anything else we can um, think of no, for this double game week to help out the people? We've done, uh, obviously, a lot of thinking about it during the week, so um, there should be enough information out there. Yeah, I think so. And uh, I think you can probably overload people with too much information. But, uh, look, good luck to everyone. It's going to be a, uh, well, heavy... Uh, basically what have we got six days ahead and uh, we're going to be looking forward to it as we always do and hopefully our fantasy sides end up on the right side of the ledger but it's something you can never predict and someone will pop up that we never even thought about that'll score double digit points and we'll go why didn't we select them 
uh, always the way. <laughs> oh, pretty much nailed on. If I could get a sports bet be back on that, like. uh, it's probably going to be short odds. So, yeah, wings like odds. Um, so, enjoy your fantasy week ahead. Thank you very much, Oracle Akahados. And uh, we'll speak to you uh, very shortly for your next game week because that's going to come around really, really quickly. And that's a shortened game week. That's game week 33. And again, you're going right. to have to prepare you, in a different way uh, to this week. Chatting to you and good luck to all the fantasy sides out there. Yeah, and I'd say good luck to Spurs, but not this week. I'll uh, give them good luck for uh, Wednesday morning, but uh, not Sunday morning. All right. See ya. <laughs> no worries, mate. Uh, we'll catch you next week.